So here we are back at it again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Emion, sitting out here at a different park. This is the, what, South Tar River Greenway. Consider it a park, but it's mostly just an area where people do a lot of walking, walking their dogs, riding bikes, and just picking their nose and doing whatever they do. Silly stuff to occupy their time. I came out here today to uh, record my podcast. The other location that I typically record at, well, here recently have been recording at, is occupied by some type of concert or something like that. Now, I know it's probably super interesting to go to a concert, but, again, there are crowds, large crowds of people. So, still trying to practice social distancing, you know, respecting my health and everyone else's. So, I opted out of that situation. I drove past it. I was going to park up ahead, but then it was a lot of kids and stuff trying to cross the street, people holding hands and all this slow walking and cuddling stuff i just didn't care to be around that in addition to the fact that there was a large community event but here we are um at the south tar river greenway recording the podcast it is now eight o'clock at night well in the evening still got the sun out so it should give me enough time to record this podcast so let's get to it So this we here kind of flew by. I mean, it didn't really go by in a hurry, but it went by rather quickly. Um, you know, went to work, did the typical stuff, helping my clients as I do. Tried to save a few people with their job. A couple people got some bad news. People living, people passing. I mean, it is what it is. This is life. This is the thing that we signed up for on the day of birth. Come out of the womb, you sign up for life. Whether you like it or not, it's your life. You make the best of it. So... As I'm trying to make the best of mine, and I hope you're doing the best with yours, making the best of your time. If you listen to this, then obviously you're making the best decision. English is an important language. It's a good thing to learn. You can use it to start a business in another country, work with people in other countries, um, possibly get to America if that is your destination of choice. Me, I'd probably prefer to go somewhere else. Don't know where exactly, but I mean, I don't know if I'd set my sights on America as the the holy grail the one place to go i'd probably find something else to do but the one thing about america is the english language is everywhere so you have it in the uk you have it in all of europe um what austria austria and australia probably in even in, in antarctica if people are even there if there's an explorer there i guarantee you they speak english or one of the main languages um but have you guys been doing dealing with this whole covid coming out people are coming back out the restrictions have been loosened people are out walking running jogging working cars on the road people shopping buying like nothing's even happened how are you guys adapting to this whole situation change i know the stock market took a big hit and people are reeling from that it's all in the um, the articles i mean i'm now in the game as you guys know so i'm trying to pay attention to that you know elevate my understanding of all those numbers and figures but um at the same time just still at a base level uh, but i do have some skin in the game now i missed out on a an ideal opportunity uh ford stock was down to like two dollars and 23 cents and they had all these little tabloids and stuff about all the little changes and things that happened within the company and people were running scared people were selling and then I sat there and rolled it over, molded it over for a little bit and just didn't act quick enough. So by the time I finally acted on it, the uh, 
the stock had already rose back up to like six dollars but we know it's not just going to say it's six dollars because it's ford i'm driving a ford my last car was a ford so i imagine that it's going to go up and out from over here so i'm in the game at six dollars and some change of shares 636 i got 20 shares so you do the math um already it's up a dollar seven so the price of the stock you know they have percentages and different things but i mean i like dealing with dollars I'm trying to, you know, figure this thing out and see what type of online resources I want to use. I know they have something like Dividend.com. I know you have things like The Motley Fool where people try to tell you their best stock picks and some people follow them, some people don't. But, you know, you have people that just study these numbers all day. So you could either pay for someone else's numbers and figures or do your own. It's always best to do your own due diligence, especially when you're trying to learn something new, especially when it involves your hard-earned money so I'm definitely uh, reading a lot of books I started another book uh, what is it seven years to a million reading it in Russian it's a very good book the guys in there talking about uh, saving a lot of saving tips and loans and what's a good loan what's a bad loan and spending behaviors and psychology and the fear uh, that a lot of people have when it comes to talking about money people will talk about a lot of different things but they won't talk about money so as my education and finance elevates so will your vocabulary elevate and you probably have this knowledge in your native language but it's one thing to talk about it there and another thing to talk about in english which one would you prefer talk about in english talk about it in whatever your native, native language is but i tell you what the benefit would be is if you could speak about it in both equally you know freely as free as you want so money is universal language so even if you don't speak someone else's language you pull out a dollar they're going to know they're going to know, okay, you're talking about money. And everybody wants a dollar, a yen, a euro, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, oh, there's a siren behind me. Well, that is a cop siren, so that means somebody's out there having a little too much fun. And that's just what people do. And that's just what, you know, we didn't want to happen. So now that the restrictions have loosened, people are getting out there. They're getting crazy. They're losing their mind. They're going out there doing all these silly things that they were doing before but you would think people had time to take stock and reflect and see where their life's going so you don't get behind the wheel and drive drunk just because now they say safety on the road why didn't you take that time to change your whole character you know why didn't you take that time to elevate i don't know but um crooks are going to be crooks but speaking of crooks and being like i said i'm just out here with you guys talking about stuff and i know you don't want to hear all about what's going on with me let's talk about what's going on in crime so what i'm going to do right now and you can follow along with me if you want uh, when you get this uh, podcast when you listen to it of course it'll be probably either sunday night early monday morning when i upload it so i'm going to twitter as everybody is familiar with twitter so i'm using my phone while i'm sitting here talking to you guys and then i'm in the park so it won't look like i'm just out here <laughs> being losing my freaking mind i probably already did that but uh, I'm going to sit here. I'm looking at Pitt County Jail Bookings. This is an interesting site. And we're just going to talk about some of the crimes that I see up here. So you can see what some of the people are doing here in my neck of the woods. So Pitt County is the county I live in. I live in Greenville, North Carolina. So we have a large population, I guess, because it's a college town. So most of the people are here for college. But being that we have this whole no school, everybody's online. A lot of people aren't here that are normally here. But that doesn't mean the criminals have stopped their behavior. So we have Mr. Danny Chamberlain, 58 years old, booked on charges of misdemeanor driving while impaired. Now, this guy, <coughs> excuse me, this guy is 58 years old. Okay, so this is not news to him. 
58 years old, you know the law. You know that it doesn't pay anything to drive under the influence. He could have killed somebody. He could have hit someone. He could have killed himself, wrecked his car. Uh, he'll probably lose his job when his boss gets in there Monday morning drinking his coffee and he's looking at the newspaper and he sees his best co-worker or maybe not even best worker in the paper and sees this guy. He wouldn't hire this guy. I wouldn't hire this guy. Not for driving drunk. At 58 years old, you know better. If he was 18, driving under the driving drunk, underage, all this stuff like this, okay, 18, you get a pass. Maybe you didn't know any better. Let's see what else in here. We have a lot of DWIs. Um... Then we have these people in here with these assault on a female. And I'm not really disclosing anybody's personal information because this is all public information. You could log on to Twitter. You can go to Pitt, uh, Pitt County Jail Bookings, and you can see these people up here. This is public information. I mean, you do the crime, you do the time. Your picture's all over the Internet. Here's a man named Daniel, no, Dylan Lee Kelly. He's 23 years old. He was booked on the 12th at 1049 at night. Misdemeanor assault on a female uh, and possession of marijuana. So let's put this story together. Um, he was probably high. His girlfriend or some girl he was trying to talk to probably said something he didn't like, and he snapped. Yeah. Uh, doesn't justify his actions, but drugs was a bad decision, one. Uh, and then you're dealing with some shady girl, or the girl was dealing with him. It's like, if you're dealing with somebody and they're on drugs, they're unpredictable. I don't care how much you know them. Once the drugs are in their system, you don't know what's going to happen. So don't be surprised if your girl or guy hauls off and does something that you don't expect when they're on the in the, under the influence of drugs and or alcohol. Uh, let's see. Firearm bar felon. Capone Ridley. He is far from Capone. He's up here trying to look tough. I mean... Looking tough won't help you. Looking looking tough does nothing. It's just a freaking picture. So your family back home be like, yeah, he's he's holding his head up. He's a tough guy. But in jail, guarantee he's not walking around with that face. Uh, especially at how old is this guy? 26 years old. Yeah, he's not walking around like that. Ooh, we have a lady in here. What's her name? Billy Faye Elks, 42 years old. Misdemeanor driving while impaired. Misdemeanor possession of fictitious tags. Revoked driver's license. Driving while license revoked, not impaired. So they have driving while impaired and then misdemeanor failure to appear driving while license revoked. Okay, she's just a rock star. She's just really making all the right decisions right now. Uh, let's see. Jaleel Marquise Pfeiffer, 22 years old. Felony larceny. Dude, 22 years old, man. You could have got a job anywhere you wanted. But now you got a felony on your record? It's going to be kind of tough. Let's see. Adam Bell, 24 years old, possession of a stolen motor vehicle. I'm sure whatever party you were going to was not that important. Probably what happens, sometimes happens in some families, uh, you know, the parents, they go to sleep and they leave the keys around and the kids are all acting, you know, acting up. But this isn't a kid. This guy's 24 years old. Uh, but they take their parents' car and then their parent reports it as stolen. Um, and sometimes the parent says, go ahead, take the car. And then they still report it as stolen. There's nothing the kid can say. Your parent gave you permission. Yeah, they gave me permission. You live at their house. Yeah. Go home. Did you give him permission to drive the car? No. Stolen. And now he has a record. And then we have some Kirby Mills. Kirby looks nervy. He's a pretty serious dude. He's got big ears, low cut hair. He's got the heavy brows, got the little scrag going. Uh, he is in here for felony possession of stolen goods. So somebody probably tried to sell him a hot TV and 
there he is, the paper. So if anybody ever shows up to you in some alleyway or in the grocery store and they're trying to sell you some jewelry or something like that, it's not a good deal. It's not a good deal. If you can't buy it off the shelf, you don't need it. Uh, oh, this guy in here is crying. What's his name? Male Sean Victor Hawkins, 27 years old. Misdemeanor communicating threats, misdemeanor perfect, protective order violation. Um, and he's crying. Okay, so he really regrets what he did, but... I don't know if he's crying because of the charge or the tattoo he has on his forehead. Now, I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just stating the obvious that's up here. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we have some, some gnarly crimes or something. Oh, felony extradition to fugitive. Tyler Koch. Man, this guy looks like he's about 36 years old and been smoking meth since he was like two years old. But he is only 19. 19 years old. Drugs do not help you, you know. I'm sure he had a bright future, but with this charge, it's going to be tough to overcome. And with the drug habits, it's going to be tough to overcome. You can tell he's on drugs just by just by looking at him. I mean, his skin, everything, I mean, it just says that he is not well at this time. Okay, this guy on here is trying to look like Forte, but the difference is he doesn't have Forte's wallet. He has felony obtaining property by false pretense and misdemeanor possession felony good so he's a common thief he's a common thief let's see let's see no murder typically we have one or two murders uh posted in here but the one thing that gets me a lot of these folks uh you see their faces over and over and over and over and it's like dude is nobody not stopping these individuals and talking to them and saying hey this is not the way to go this is not the way to live your life I mean, you look at these ages, 26 years old, 18 years old, 34 years old. Um, well, this woman's 44, so she definitely knows what she was doing. Failing the exploitation of an older adult. Ooh, she's probably taking advantage of her grandmother or an elderly citizen in one of those um, assisted living facilities or one of those PCA positions, personal care assistant. So I'm sure she'll lose her CNA license if she had one. And then this guy... What's his name? I can tell he looks like his mom because he looks like a girl in this picture. And he's not trying to look like a girl, but he just really has a um, a soft face. And he's 21 years old and he's going to prison for felony possession of a stolen firearm. Not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, let's see. Hmm, Roxy. Roxy Pousset is her name. Okay, so your name's interesting, but your charges really aren't that flattering. Uh, she has felony, failure to appear, habitual felon, felony, failure to appear, larceny of a vehicle, felony, failure to appear, felony, probation, out of county. So you can run, but you can't hide from the long arm of the law. If you do the dirt, I mean, you got to put in the work. You're going to get caught, and when you get caught, it's not going to be pretty. You lose everything. Um, let's see. Yeah, you could just see, I mean... A lot of times I like to look under the people's eyes and see the bags under their eyes, the dark circles from when they haven't been sleeping. You know, they're paranoid. They knew it was coming. They knew the hammer was coming down on them, but they, I guess they thought they could avoid it. And this guy here looks like he's a, a freaking brawler, like he just got pulled out of the UFC ring. He's got tattoos all over his face, on his neck, some scraggly little beard, and he got busted for marijuana. So sometimes the charges don't fit the picture. But sometimes you see some folks and it's pretty, it's pretty freaking scary. 
like this guy here, he's got a, a shaved head and everything, and he's got a, a felony abandoned child for six months. Misdemeanor assault with serious injury. Uh, he's 30 years old. His name is Blake Jacob. I hope he didn't beat a child, but, I mean, it's possible. These things happen. That's why these folks get locked up. Um, this guy here. Sheesh. I mean, when you when you go in here and you look at these pictures, it's just like, it just makes you straighten up. It makes you make sure that you're on top of your game, that you're not out here doing anything wrong. I recommend, I mean, you know, if you got somebody that you know that's just always getting into trouble, have them look through these things and look at these mugshots and look at these charges and just see the consequences. Because, see, here's the thing. I work, I work with a lot of people that have been through these situations, right? And once you get these types of charges on your record, they follow you all through your life. So when you're trying to get an apartment, when you're trying to get a car, you're trying to get a loan, you're trying to get some type of government official or business to to believe in you, it's really, really, really hard to do. I mean, you have to go like 10 times as hard as a normal person would that didn't have these charges. So the best thing to do is just stay out of trouble. But that's enough of that. Uh, what sitting here talking 15 minutes about that. I think we'll take a short break. Maybe I'll find something else interesting to talk about, and then we'll close it out. All right, so sticking with the theme of news, crime, punishment, whatever, I'm going to take a page here from the Daily Reflector. That's our local paper. They have a headline here that says, New COVID cases prompt cautions. Pitt sees new nursing home outbreak. 34 case rise since Thursday. So there's been a uprising, I guess, of numbers within a, basically a nursing home. And it's the old folks home, as some people call it. Um, 34 new cases in there, so that means it's going to spread like wildfire because those people don't have anywhere to go. So that means the workers probably out and about, going to the beaches and all these things. Somebody went to work, infected the clients. Now they have to trace it back to where it came from. But let's read a little bit about what this article says. And then um, this is a news article, and they say news is one of those things. If you can understand the news, then you have a good grip of the language. So, starting off, Raleigh. This is what Raleigh, I guess, is going on in Raleigh. North Carolina is closely monitoring hospital capacity and pushing testing resources to emerging hotspots as the state on Friday recorded its highest one-day increase yet in coronavirus cases, Governor Roy Copper said, or Cooper said. North Carolina recorded 1,768 COVID cases matched its 10% high of tests coming back positive and saw a small dip in hospitalizations after four straight days of record numbers. By noon Saturday, another 1,475 new cases were reported, the second highest daily total. I feel like I, say, I, feel like I sound like a, a news reporter. Let me, try to, let me just try to embrace that a little bit. Let me, let me try to read this like a news report. I might make some mistakes, but we're just having a little fun here, okay? Let's see. Pitt County's case... Okay, Pitt County's cases increased by 20 on Friday from 4.30 on Thursday to 4.50 as of 9 p.m. The county does not report numbers on the weekend, but state figures show a 14-case increase in the county from Friday to 464. The NC Department of Health and Human Services on Friday also reported another outbreak at Pitt County Nursing Home. The report on ongoing outbreaks in congregate living settings reported six staff members at Fruit Health, Farmville tested positive for COVID-19. The report indicated no residents had tested positive. 
I guarantee you the report is wrong because if the if the workers were there, six staff members were there breathing all over those clients, they got it. They just haven't tested positive yet. Ten staff at 34 residents at East Carolina Rehab and Wellness were also listed in, in the report earlier this week. The state may now only be experiencing its first rough patch, says DHHS security Mandy Cohen. This isn't a second wave. This, for us, is a first, Cohen said. She's, she's baffled by the whole matter now. I think it reminds us that the virus is here, and we have to learn to live with this virus because we don't have a vaccine. We don't have a cure. This is a matter of how we can live with this virus so we don't see any spike. Part of the growth in cases comes from the increase in tests, which reached a second consecutive single high day on Friday with 21,442 tests completed. But while most tests may yield more positive cases, the proportion of tests that have come back positive has also increased. Another driving force behind the uptick is residents traveling throughout the state to newly reopened businesses without following the recommended safety guidelines. Now, here's the thing. They want you to go. I know at my job I have to use a mask, but they want you to go everywhere with a mask. They want you to go to food line with a mask, Taco Bell with a mask, walk your dog with a mask, put a mask on the dog, put a dog on the baby, put a mask over the stroller, jump in a plastic bag and roll down the street. Okay, that's to, that's the level that they're taking this stuff to. Nobody wants to live at that. That's why it's so hard for them to contain the situation. You've already let the cat of the bag. The people are out. People are out all around me right now. Now I'm sitting in my car. I got my windows rolled up, but people are out. People are out They're They're fraternizing. They're socializing. They're hugging. They're congregating in groups. Like I just said, they have a mass event right down there at the um, the town commons park, some music event. I mean, it's probably 200 people down there shoulder to shoulder just standing around breathing the same air nobody's wearing a mask so yeah there's a little more with this article but i mean it's pretty much the same you probably have the same type of headlines and things going on in your paper but maybe that's something i can i can do you know every now and then just take a little piece of the uh the news and read it i mean if you understand it um and that's that's awesome because i mean this is this is what we're reading. I mean, everybody's reading this stuff. You have businessmen reading it, doctors, lawyers, school teachers, students. Anybody that can read, I mean, is reading this stuff. This is this is English. And this was English and Coffee, and I'll see you in the next one.